2: From the 908 Studio, this is Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one, John Grossi, the boss man. John, did you know that tigers, they have stripes, right? But their skin is striped, not their fur. Hmm. Did you know that?
3: I, I'm just trusting you that tigers have stripes. I know
2: very little about tigers. You don't know tigers have stripes. Cheetahs have the spots. Yeah, tigers have stripes. Have you? You've never seen a tiger before. Have you seen a tiger? Yes. In real life. I have. Pictures. We'll see. You trust what, everything you see on the internet? Yes, I do actually. Okay. Big show today, by the way. We have our boy, our best friend. And he just so happens to be the greatest American water polo player of all time. Tony Azevedo, five-time U.S. Olympian, the savior, the GOAT. First ever two-time, two-time guest. He, I think he appreciates that more than being a five-time Olympian. He, would, would you say so? Like, it seemed like it, almost. Well,
3: as he pointed out, like it's impressive that he has five medals, but also what's probably more impressive is that our podcast has five stars.
2: That's very. He true. was very impressed about that. He was, was pumped like, about that. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. We, I mean, we are a little bit better than you, at, you know." <laughs> we we uh, subscribed because he doesn't know how to work. First off, I don't know how he doesn't know how to work technology very well. He's got that app coming out.
3: Well, he spent probably eighty eight percent of his life underwater. Yeah, that's true. So he's maximized his land time to like have a family and eat.
2: So we subscribe to our show on his phone, the Apple Podcast app. Type in "shoot your shot," by the way, and you can do that. And then he goes, wow, five stars. You guys yeah. are really killing yeah. it. He was, he was very, very impressed.
3: Well, we're, we're putting out high-quality content. so
2: Had him over there at the Boathouse on the Bay, our second show there. And, dude, freaking, what a spot. I can't even believe how epic. We were there all night. That it was, was awesome.
3: Oh, we were there all night. Yeah, yeah we, we were there all night. It was the official kickoff of summer for me.
2: Yeah. I was drinking that Pacifico and watching the sunset. There ain't nothing better, man. Smelling that water. There ain't nothing better. Ugh. Oh, we had. A, what do we have? We had the, uh, we had that sushi roll that came out. The, oh, was the, the, the waitress was like, uh, "Do you guys want this? It's got this, 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 this." And I didn't listen to one thing she said, and I was like, "Yeah, sounds yeah. like a good time." It was
3: just sushi roll, a bunch of just crap on it. It was, it was great.
2: delicious, unbelievable. Uh, we also had the edamame, just the right amount of garlic on that bad boy. I uh, I kind of want some now. We we're we just talking had, about. Oh yeah, we, we had
3: the nice charcuterie.
2: Don't sleep on that charcuterie. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I got a little saucy towards the end of the night, so I almost forgot about that charcuterie. And yeah. I think you only ordered it because you wanted to say charcuterie. It's. I learned the word about six months
3: ago, and it's one of my favorites now.
2: I don't. I couldn't spell it. I. I couldn't even see it on the menu because I don't know how to read that well. And so, I think it was one long word, probably. Or yeah, it was probably a long word that said charcuterie. But and you came through with it, and that was big. We needed you. Yeah, it was good. We needed you good. on that one. Before we get to the interview, by the way, hey, it's D Day. Happy D Day. June 6th. Well, today, if you're listening to this today, which is Thursday, because it comes out on Thursday, we did this yesterday, Wednesday, June 6th, D-Day. Time podcast. Before we get to the interview, because we have a five-time U.S. Olympian on our show today, this is a perfect time to let everybody know that we are the official podcast of the countdown to the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. That is true. You want me to give you the countdown real
3: quick? Yeah, how, how close are we?
2: 3,697 days, 8 hours, 10 minutes. We're in the 3,600s now. Wow. Because a couple days ago, we are just in the 3,700s.
3: And there's 360 days in a year.
2: And so half of 600 is basically a year. We're very, we're very, very We're damn near close. close. We're very, very close. We're super close. What are you looking forward to most? All right.
3: Well, you know, usually I come with some crazy scheme to make money. I want to make money during the Olympics, mm-hmm. not this time. What, what are you this, this time, I, this is this is a, a selfless act. I want to do such a good guy. I want to take take the Olympics as an opportunity to finalize. You know our long going debate on Del Taco over Taco Bell. Wow! I want to introduce Del Taco to the world because everyone always is loving Taco Bell because everyone's from somewhere else and they have no creativity and no willingness to go try a local chain restaurant okay but like look at the yum brand how did they get so popular they just go put up a bunch of like kfc's in china and dunkin donuts no one likes dunkin donuts it's disgusting but if you put up a bunch of them to foreign people that don't know america like boston yeah like boston and so we're gonna tell all the germans and the polish people that del taco is good and then it'll start winning worldwide, and there will become more Del Tacos. Okay. And then we'll slowly overtake Taco Bell. In. And we can all just have stoner burritos. They're delicious. I love
2: it. How, how do we let people know how delicious it is? Do we just pa- we just buy a bunch of stoner burritos and pass them out to everybody?
3: We, we could do like the classic. We could buy, buy everyone who comes to Celerite, which was another one of our mm-hmm. ideas. <laughs> if, if they come to our celery We're restaurant. Celery. Yeah, celery's a good idea. Don't, don't take that one, well, Tony. I know you're like healthy food, but we'll do a promo at Celery this day only. Come in, get a free Taco Bell burrito. And then we give them Del Taco burritos. Oh. And they're like, oh, this is so good. And then <laughs> What like,
2: freaking ethnicity was that? Uh, that was like a mixture of Greek and Chinese yeah, and it was, it was just kind Estonian. Of a, it
3: was kind of a catch all for a foreigner. And, uh, <laughs> and so when they say <laughs> when they say that. Then we'll tell them, we'll be like, hey, by the way, that was Del Taco.
2: Yes. And then they're just like, what is this Del Taco place? we got to get one at our country. Exactly. And then it pops up in Boston. Then it pops up in freaking all over the place.
3: That's exactly it.
2: I love your idea. I'm all in. Now, <laughs> okay, good. Now, let me give you a little. Uh, see, I'm going to be selfless as well because I'm a selfless guy and people know that. That is very true. Humble. I'm very uh, humble. I'm one of the best guys of all time, but I'm also humble about it. You know what I mean? So here we go. You know how we just came up with this little law thing where they're they we can't stay out till four a.m. Did you hear about this? It was like two a. It, we could stay out till two a.m. The bars and whatnot, but they were trying to extend it to four, but they didn't work out. That's okay. what I heard on the internet. Well, it,
3: I think it did work out, but like Long Beach isn't going to use
2: it. That's what I mean. Yeah, Long Beach isn't using it. Long Beach isn't yeah. using it. So here we go. I'm thinking about getting some sort of building, some sort of warehouse, so that everybody that Wanted to stay out till 4 a.m. because look, I'm not, I don't, I respect other people's cultures. Like in China at 2 a.m. in the morning here, it's still like light outside in China. Right. You know what I mean? So Jet they don't want to go to sleep. Right. So I am going to get a nice little warehouse. I'm going to invite everybody over to this place after the party. Love it. The 2028 we after. party. We can't serve alcohol, but we could have. Uh, Why not? Well, if it's a business. Oh,
3: if it's, for, well. What's
2: well, me? It's me. Oh, it's just free. Yeah, you just come for free. Okay. We don't. We, I'm not going to make people pay. to get So I got the, the perfect
3: spot? I mean, we we got to figure out what the hell to do with this old CVS over by Target and Trader Joe's off Bellflower.
2: Okay. Oh, that wait, did they bang that?
3: Yeah, I think that should be a new segment. Business ideas for that because it's a huge lot. I'm thinking like I was thinking bowling alley, but that's too basic.
2: You, wait, Can't they banged the CVS? Yeah, it's gone. What do you when? I don't know, like six months ago. I was just there six months ago. <laughs> CVS over there by EJ Malloy's. Yeah. No, 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 no! Rite Aid. Oh. Rite, Aid, Rite, Aid, Rite Aid, Rite Aid, Rite Aid, Rite Aid, Rite Aid. I was just about to say, the CBS bud. is still there. CBS okay, is okay, good because Rite Aid's gone. Rite Aid is sure. gone.
3: Where they serve the ice cream?
2: Yeah, the Rite Aid is gone. You're right. Damn, they still haven't put anything there, huh? Well, it's tough. It's a big lot. You got to have a lot of like. What are you going to put there? 2028. That's where we're going to. That's where our things. That could be. be Olympic headquarters. Olympic headquarters in Long Beach. There, you don't put that in your back pocket. That one's mine. What if we just
3: make that? It'll be Olympic Business Center. And if anyone wants to start a business thing, they have to come there to get their their Olympic business license, which we just made up on this podcast. Uh-huh. But we don't have to tell them that. And then we get a cut of everything. And, like, all the vendors have to come through us.
2: I'm all in. Yeah, I'm in, too. I'm all in. 1st let, Let's start this, actually. We'll we- get Tony in on that one. Business, Tony can be on that one, Business too. idea it, at the Rite Aid right now. Go. You did, Not Bowling Alley. You got another one? Uh, I'm
3: thinking Indoor Amusement Park yeah with like miniature golf
2: i was thinking sky high you know that sky high place it'd be fun trampolines everywhere are the
3: ceilings high enough
2: Ooh, maybe not but hey i got an idea bang the ceiling take it all off because the morale's too high anyways you know what i mean blow the roof off and then we'll build a roof higher and then we could do it
3: how about this idea they already have the aisles there who walks down the aisles Married, married couples. Yep. Let's just do like 10 marriages
2: at a time. We'll just be banging them out. Quick marriages. See, and then everybody's getting married, and that's just what we need.
3: And then we can sell them gum while they walk out the door.
2: Huge. Uh, let's uh, get to this interview real quick with Tony Azevedo. He is, the, like we said, the greatest water polo player that America has ever produced, and he wanted to be on our show, which is pretty sick.
3: Which is ridiculous. What he does is he throws you off because he's such a normal guy, and like you're gonna be like, oh, this sounds like our friend. When, yeah, when you're listening. But like, well, he is. Well, he is our friend. But I mean, not he, the listeners are going to think they're they're their friend. Right. He's which he's not. No, he's you not. You have to be a certain level of coolness that Paul and I have attained.
2: But you'll get there one day. though. You, you'll get there. Yeah. Listeners. It's not it's it's difficult to do. But at some point, you finally reach that. You know what I mean? And we did that. So it's good to be here.
3: Yeah, he walks in and everyone in the boathouse thinks you're cool because you're with him.
2: Right. They want to stop and talk to him, but he's like, no, I got to go hang out with my friends because uh, I asked them to be here with me, even though we kind of asked him, but whatever. No big deal. He's got a big thing coming up, the Aquatic Games, coming up on June 29th that he's going to be talking about. Aquatic Games. Dude, it was a great time last year, and I can't wait to go again. It's going to be awesome. Anyways, let's get to this interview. But before, let's talk about our girl, Michelle K. She's your number one hardworking Long Beach realtor, provides personal one-on-one service, And has earned the trust and loyalty of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, multiple hundreds of clients like me and you. Love, Michelle K. She gives back to the community through twice yearly shred events and donates a portion of her earnings to the Long Beach Century Club, which just hosted the middle school banquet yesterday. Yeah. Right? What a freaking club that is, eh? Download the Michelle K. app. That's Michelle with one L. L She only has one L in her name And if you can't spell that right You're out of your mind Michelle K app One L At the app store Start searching for Your dream home today Also visit Betterlivinginlongbeach.com
3: Hey Paul a little riddle for you mm. What does 908 Michelle Tony And the boathouse All have in common They all have apps They all have apps Download the first three And go eat that fourth one baby Oh
2: wow it's hey, really little tries It goes Pull lots
1: over the thing Goes and there he is.
2: Over here at the Boathouse on the Bay, Unreal View. I don't know if you guys can see this view. Obviously, you can't because it's a podcast, right? But <laughs> Unreal View here. We got for the second time, five-time U.S. Olympian, the savior, the <laughs> goat, Tony Azevedo. It's good to have you on, man. It's. Uh, I feel like we've become best friends.
1: I agree. <laughs> it's good to be the two-time, the two-timer the, on the, f- the show. First ever two-time guest. The first ever two-time. I'm How's proud that of that. It feels great. You know, I'm honored that you guys took me to such a romantic place for my first two time. Yeah,
3: we we usually only come here with chicks, as in the one time (laughs) we came here, it was with Jessica Hardy. Right, (laughs) but We're we're
2: hoping that you can stay a little bit later so we can watch the sunset together. We'd love that. I want you to be
3: like the, uh, I was thinking you could be like the new, you could be like the Alec Baldwin or like, uh, who's the other guy? You know, they have that race to be like the most guests on SNL. Uh, Steve Martin? Steve Martin. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is oh, it Steve you, Martin and Alec Baldwin. Yeah, Alec like, Baldwin? they like kind of have a secret little race where the, if any, one of them hosts it, the other guy like has to host it again. Really? Because they've been like the host
1: like twenty times, and everyone else is in like the singles. All right, so I that's like that you. competition. So, so basically, so you're gonna be ho- you're gonna you're gonna be right, on the show so every like, year till you die. I'm gonna be watching everyone, and when I see someone else on a two time, I'm immediately calling you guys <laughs> up and be like, yeah. hey, I got some great news, <laughs>
2: <laughs> dude. You might cruise to ha- to the uh,
1: yeah. The, you're the one that
2: remotely likes us. Yeah, you're the only <laughs> guy that wants to come back. So what's new? I mean, we haven't seen you in a while. You've been all over the place. Oh man.
1: Traveling all over. Basically, we've been, we've been, uh, we started a company, Six Eight Sports, with Maggie Steffens, who's the best women's player in the world, and we've kind of been focused on how to grow the sport globally. So, go, one aspect is we created an app that has uh, standardized tests, right? See where you stand with kids from all over the world, video training, where how do you get better on these specifics, and data. Uh, collection, which is the one I'm most excited about because that could lead to, that's something our sport doesn't have, lead to money ball type theories, but also go into like a fantasy water polo one day, okay. which is what, now that we can bet. Dude, that'd be sweet. <laughs> sweet sweet with that. So being. basically your company says the most boring things of all time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like trying to get all
3: hyped on standardized testing and data collection. Okay, I got it.
2: But, so, you're, are you going around to different countries and different, like, states and stuff like that and, like, hosting camps and getting all this data?
1: Yeah, so what's happened is I've, I've I mean, literally every other weekend or so I'm visiting a new city or country or state and kind of just doing a clinic, playing water polo, putting them through the, the test and kind of seeing where they stand and what needs to happen to grow our sport. And it's been great because I go to a place like Israel, which is insane. Water polo is one of the fastest growing sports over there, but it's because all of those guys, the better water polo player you are, the better you'll be in the Army. Okay. And it's all about 18 to 22, I mean, you're in the Army. So these guys... But we have five Damn, of them coming wild. right now to the Aquatic Games. Yeah, it's pretty insane. You're one the Maccabee Games over there? The, the, no, you know I about can't. This? I know about that. It's, uh, people, it's quite popular.
3: People don't think we know Israeli sports, but we do. <laughs> a little bit. We got a buddy that was in there. Yeah. We got a buddy. Water polo is a sport in there. Uh, just so people follow the lineage uh, in case they get confused. So 908 Sports was first, and then came 562 Sports, and then came 6-8 Sports. Yeah, true. So <laughs> we, we started the whole numbers with the sports yeah. thing, but good to, good to have you
1: on board. So, All right. So.
2: What, is the, what does the 6-8 mean?
1: So 6 was Maggie, is Maggie Steffen's number, and eight's my number. There we go. Yeah.
2: Uh, speaking of
3: number 8, how confident are you? I don't know if you remember your first episode. You sh- you shot your shot on the Lakers this season, and you said, you said they were going to – Contend for a playoff position, uh-huh. which uh, – uh, They
2: kind of did. Yeah.
3: But then you said LeBron Ish. James
1: and Paul George are coming to L.A. Are you still – are you standing behind I, that? I did say that, you know, and I am definitely standing by that. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. when will I we said know, like, it, imagine that's a a, that was like September when I said that.
2: Yeah. We'll know that like what,
3: July? We'll know
1: that in the year. What are you willing we'll know, to – We'll know that, yeah. What July. are you willing to put on the line if that doesn't happen? Do you want to make a bet? Sure, I will – Buy your guys' beers at the boathouse next time. Ooh. <laughs> now we're
3: talking. Wow, well, he already thinks we're, gonna ta- we're going to take. We're going to the boathouse <laughs> again, huh?
1: <laughs> I want
2: a nice sunset. I don't want. I don't want the daytime.
1: You don't want this 4:30 no. thing, huh?
2: No, heck no. <laughs> so now you got the aquatic games coming up. That's late June, right?
1: Late June, June right before 29th, June 29th, Yeah.
2: So what's what's that all about? You explained it kind of last time, but explain to everybody again what Look, that's going to be all about.
1: In a nutshell, I'm trying to create something where. You have tons. Right now, it's one sport, and that's it. Hey, you got to play only baseball from nine, six years old, and then you play only water polo from six years old. You can't play other sports. Well, from a sports therapy point of view, that's just terrible for injuries, right? But also, I think that I'm a better water polo player because of the sports that I did play. I learned about getting in the lane through water polo or through basketball. I learned about throwing through baseball. And right now, we're, we're creating an atmosphere where these kids are with Olympians being coached by Olympians with kids from all over the world. So they're playing on these all-star teams. They're getting workshops talking about nutrition, and they're also getting introduced to other sports. This year we were trying to introduce swimming. I think we're going to wait till next year to officially introduce swimming. But we have a big fundraiser on the 26th at Olympics Gym, and we start the opening ceremonies on the 29th. Come by, CSUOB. It's at Long Beach State? It'll be at Long Beach State. It ends July 3rd.
3: Okay. Uh, I was telling someone that you were going to be on the show, and, and he was asking me, he, he has a daughter that plays water polo, And is this something that people like around locally can sign up for? Is it already the teams are set? Is there any like sort of teaching that's going on for
1: everyone? So we the the teams are set for the younger categories. Uh, There's only some spots open for the 13 under girls um, that we are willing to take calls. Yeah. I mean, we have 11 countries that are involved in this and we have people from all around the country as well. So it, this is a definitely a, a national international event but I think the, folk, the the main group are from Southern California. So
3: is this something but people can come watch? Like if if you're a young water polo player just trying to get better is it like how can they be involved locally?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If I, I, in my opinion, we have two Long Beach Shore teams local, which is great. And if 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 I'm someone who loves the sport, come by, see all the amount of Olympians that are going to be here. We'll have 11 uh, throughout the time. Seven will be coaching. Ask questions. Try to be a part of this event. I think these are the little things that helped me as a kid to get inspired and understand the the greatness of our sport.
3: And then what about sorry, one more question. Go ahead. Morris mentioned something about some sort of VIP party at the boathouse. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, this can be just, we'll cut this, but, like, what's that all about?
1: Yes. Last year we had uh, our VIP. We took a boat over with all the coaches and some of the <laughs> Olympians, the boat over, the Aqualink over, and then we went to the – had an amazing dinner in the boathouse, Hosted everything, and it was just a really special night. This year I don't know if we're going to pl- do that event because we're trying to focus more on the clinics and interaction with the, the, the athletes, but – the fundraiser on the 26th at Olympics is also hosted by John Morris at the Boathouse right, and the perfect. Olympics Gym, and it's always a good time. Okay. That, do you work out there? Yes, I do. Nice. Ooh, very nice. So
2: are there going to be, like, food trucks, things like that? Because I remember last time it was at Cabrillo, and there was a bunch of stuff to do. It was great time
1: so we have uh we have Laird Hamilton his crew coming in to come help us support us on the coffee side we have always suja juice there so what we've really done is is really manned down a lot of the the extracurricular food trucks and the games and really made specific times for these kids to hear from a uh, college professor a uh, sports psych uh Karen Block who works here, Ken Schroeder as well, and hear their stories and what they need to do to take care of themselves and hear from the Olympians. So it's more of the water polo, the clinic aspect is going to be something special.
3: And that's right by our office. We're right over by Cal State, so if you need us to, you know. Oh, we've jumped the fence into that pool multiple times.
1: Oh, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know what, I tell the story. I used to always jump in with my buddy Jason Robinson, who was a goalie. And we just shoot, shoot on a weekend when that thing was closed and always get yelled at by Cullingham, <laughs> who ended up being one of our referees and now runs the referees in the small world, <laughs> man. Small world. That's
3: a good story. So I know a little bit about how water polo works as far as, like, it's you're trying to do this whole New Age thing where you, like, teach kids the right way, but the real way you win games is some, some good old-fashioned bribery. So if you were going to take someone, like an international guy, to a place in Long Beach to bribe them in, like, a dark restaurant,
1: where would you go? Well... So what kind of bribing am I doing? Am I am I am I like mad dogging them at a dark restaurant and, and putting fear into their their eyes, Ice or am trail? I bringing them and like whining them and dining them at a boathouse someplace like this oh, or a five-by-five? I five think it was more five. of a wine
3: and dine. I, yeah, I, I guess I'm picturing the place where the guy gets killed in the Godfather.
2: <laughs> oh god.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's you know, real dark, real quick. Oh, it, it, I mean, but isn't that what it's
3: all about over over overseas?
1: Well, overseas, yeah, you get a lot of. Uh, there's definitely a lot of. You win this one at home. Give us this one. A lot of in Croatian and Serbian, Monten- Montenegro, where I play. There's a lot of betting going on on how many goals you score. So all of a sudden, you see a game, and this their team's killing them by 30 goals. I'm like, why is that guy still in? Oh, because he's going to make a thousand dollars if he uh, wow. <laughs> wins.
3: On on the uh, serious side of that, do, do you feel like you take pride in being American, where they don't do that, or maybe we do? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I hope we don't do it, but I absolutely take pride. I actually was a part of one game in Italy where the coach told us that we had to lose this game. And that was going to put us in a better situation. And I said, look, I'm not doing it. And he's like, no, we need to do it. In the first, first quarter, I had two goals. He immediately pulled me out and he said, listen, you're injured. <laughs> and wow. I never played the rest of the game.
2: That's so crazy. Yeah. That's and amazing. those
1: guys, are, they're amazing, though. They, I mean, they went down to a last-second shot by the other team, and we lost in, like, Perfect fashion, and I'm sitting here going, "How are they so good at this?" <laughs> Not going to say where that was.
2: See, that's see, you're a good athlete. But those guys are great. <laughs> They're <athletes>. really great <laughs> athletes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, who are some of the up and coming Tony Acevedos in the U.S. that we should look out for that might be at uh, the aquatic games, or that are you know playing um, Junior Olympics and going into the Olympics in 2020.
1: Well, look, I, th- I think if you're looking out now at some of the kids that are going to be at the next Olympics, you're going to have, I'm flying to the Picatino Award this Saturday to give a speech to the best players in college. And well, humble brag. one guy, <laughs> Luca Cubito from Italy and, and uh, American as well, is one of the best players I've seen. The kid's a stud. Um, but I'll tell you, there's a ton of, the women's side's amazing. Maggie Steffens is the best player in the world, and she has her, other three are the best in the world, and the goalie literally can block any men's shot. I mean, she's phenomenal. So the women are really phenomenal right now. The men's side, I still think we have a, have a ways to go, but we do have some phenomenons.
2: I, real quick, I was doing some uh, – I don't research anybody ever, and I did some research on you just because I was a little bored. You Interesting. Know? And so I was just – I typed in Tony Azevedo on the Internet, and I was just scrolling through, and you were named uh, Pac-12 – water polo player of the century i'm just like are you freaking kidding me that's such a big deal
3: that's that's pretty crazy a century for is 100 the, the, years wait for which century
2: well s- since the pac-12 turned 100 <laughs> years old it was for it their was, century
3: oh their century for i a was century. gonna say
2: because they if they were saying that he was this century that was that's a shoot your shot <laughs> right yeah, yeah. That is, well, I'm, I'm ready to say it i'm ready to say it
1: yeah i'll it's go so 100 years crazy
2: though oh my gosh
3: that is thank crazy. you
1: thank you uh, did you know that yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Wow. I've oh, my God, you guys <laughs> breaking. Sorry.
3: <laughs> well, I've never won an award. I don't know. Like, do they tell you? I don't. I, I just don't understand. Um, so here's a question. When are we breaking away from USA Water Polo? Or if you want me to cut that, how, how, how good of a job is USA Water Polo doing?
1: <laughs> Look, you know, they the NGB... Here's, here's what I say. The NGB has a, has a tough job, right? They have to manage the national teams. There's thousands of clubs out there. They have to deal with these, these clubs. They have to deal with, with everything going on there and making money and the whole deal of it. What I realize now that after I've stopped playing is no one's focused on the individual. They don't care about the kid that needs to get better in Utah. They don't care about the kid yeah. that, that doesn't have the chance to, to be there or the kid that's talented as hell and could be great because they don't have the time to do that. So that's really where I've taken my role is what I'm focused on is the kids. And I think this is an app and a way for us to grow in other smaller sports too, right? How do you get – you don't have enough coaches in a sport like maybe lacrosse or or, or or field hockey or some of these smaller sports, and how do you get these – players to understand the basics that you need where they stand and what they need to do to get better and if, and as well as collect the data
2: when is this when is your app gonna be coming out is so it it'll Allah launch now?
1: it'll launch at the aquatic games and the people wow. part of that we're gonna give it to them to kind of test it out right give us feedback and then probably it'll take a couple months before we get it to where we want it where you can start scoring teams and games and money ball it
3: nice you want to go app for app we could if you download the
1: 908 app
2: we'll download your app
1: Done. Done and done. Wow.
2: Can we do the 6-8 the <laughs> challenge or whatever it is that you guys do? Like, the, if we go to the Aquatic Games, can we, like, try it?
1: You know what? I think it would be an amazing – we should set up a time and see who in LB wants to do the 6-8 challenge. Awesome. What's the 6-8 challenge? Do I have to be it's able to – I can't flip turn. I'm just saying that right now. I can't you you flip, don't turn. flip turn. You do got a flip turn. That's why kids love it because you know, it, it's not longer – the lot hardest, farthest you swim is 12 and a half meters, which you is, not, you know, a uh, little more than half a pool. It's need, jumping need out of the water. It's trying as hard to as you American.
2: can. 12 and a half <laughs> meters to American is 50 <laughs> yards. A little more than half of a – no, not 50 <laughs> yards. A no,
1: little yeah. more than half of a 25-meter pool or okay. yard pool. Yard pool. Yard pool. Okay. No, if it's
3: American, you just got to compare everything to a football field. What portion <laughs> of a football field is it? Like
1: a third of a football field? Uh, okay. Oh got
2: man. it. All right. Well, there we go. Hey, now we know. We're going to show up and then we can do this. I don't know. actually I don't know if I want to do it cuz I'm going to embarrass myself. Well
1: there's honestly. some 9-year-olds at this event so I think you yeah. got something on them. That's even more just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if I lose? Which is like shoot this guy. There's a radar gun. There's a radar gun if you lose in the radar gun. Is
3: this at the Ken Lindgren Aquatic Center? Yes. Nice. At the Great be the Long Beach State Pool. <laughs> great Lindgren. <laughs>
2: so you're a Century Club Hall of Famer now after last year, right? Yes. How, how was that?
1: <clears throat> it's amazing. I walk around, everyone notices me everywhere I go. <laughs> but that's a big deal, dude, because
2: there are so many freaking sweet athletes in that club,
1: yeah. in that Hall of Fame. Well, it's super it, – it's humbling when you when – you, you grow up – I grew up with the Century Club. I knew all the presidents, right? Bruce Bradley, Rich Foster, and grew up with these guys and gave speeches and went to their speeches and went to this event. So when I was asked to be a part of the Hall of Fame, it was – a humbling experience when I took a look at the athletes that are in the Hall of Fame ego and I was just I was just telling John we have tons of athletes in this city it's insane it's absolutely insane and to be a part of that is great what is it like to be a person like you who's
2: like a superstar like I'll call you a superstar but (laughs) like like you know I don't know it's hard to explain like what does it feel like to know that you're that cool? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, you just don't know. I just, I mean, <laughs> just, I don't know. You just wait for someone to tell them, and then you're like, thank you. Yeah. That okay. was really cool. But no, like, that's you your, that's, you're, you're really cool. What? Wait, Thanks, what guys. What I'm saying <laughs> is, like,
2: you knew you were going to be a Century Club Hall of Famer. Like, it just had, the time was going to come at some point. And then it <laughs> happened, and you're just like, ah, oh, cool.
3: Century Club's so crazy, because, like, like you said, the names in it are, but you need to, like, step back, because, like, we see these guys all the time. If someone didn't, wasn't from Long Beach, and they looked at that yearbook of, like,
2: Hall of Famers, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. What's crazy is, like, you go to different camps and stuff, and I see it on Twitter all the time. You retweet it, we retweet it, all that good stuff, and it's like, dude, Tony Acevedo's coming to our camp, going to teach us all this <laughs> stuff, and they're, like, so fired up, and then I, I, I feel bad because, like, I can hang out with you whenever,
1: <laughs> you know? So I'll tell you a story. I got I got back from Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, about two, three weeks ago, and just an amazing experience teaching these kids, but the night before... I went out to dinner at this this uh, this resort and they had prom there. So I'm walking back from dinner back to my hotel and all of a sudden I see a kid come up to me and he shakes my hand. He goes, "Mr. Azevedo, thank you. It's an honor." Uh, to have you here, and all of a sudden, a kid behind him just starts hyperventilating and screaming. <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. There's something wrong with that guy behind you." I go over. He's like, "Are you Tony? No, oh my god!" <laughs> and you know, it's those it's those little moments. And then you know, I called him 2 a.m. the rest of the camp because he was cramping up because he got home at 2 a.m. <laughs> but he, uh, it's those little moments that just you know, it makes it. Because you, you don't get that water polo. If you're in Croatia, and you're in Serbia, and somewhere else, you get it. But here, not that often. So it, it's those moments that really, you know, I'm excited about.
3: That's pretty sick, dude. I'd kill to go to an Idaho prom. Same. <laughs> um, how do we get Wilson High School back to its glory? It's hurting me a little bit. Like, we're not as good as we used to be.
1: Ah, you know, it takes, takes time. You know, when you go through what we went through and the city and you separate it into a million different sections, which we are now. It's going to take a little bit for us to come back, really, and unite everyone. And I think that's what has to happen. But we can continue and have 15 swim clubs and water polo clubs and all be mediocre. But until we really – and it's not just about Wilson. It's about all the teams in Long Beach. And it's about – we used to pull in kids from all over. Even they drive hours to be a part of our club, right? So once we can start getting that base, the fundamentals – for the club to grow and inspire these kids and then they start getting better and better and better i think that's going to funnel not just wilson shit our team in speedo cup when we when we won the two years man, there was the best players from los alamitos best players from wilson best players from poly best players from you know some place in orange county and that's where we need to get back to
2: are all of the kids that are living in long beach are they going to like these private schools like, modern day, stuff like that? So,
1: there's, a, yeah, we ha, we're losing a lot of kids to other schools. We're losing them at a younger level, and they're leaving other clubs. They're going to other schools. And I just, you know, I, it, it's sad because So, it we, starts at the club level. It's, it starts at a young level. Okay. It starts at a young level where like these kids need, um, you know, everyone's pushing. And I get it. A parent sees Wilson maybe not doing so well, but then it's like, hey, we're going off to somewhere else where they're going to get noticed. But look, our women, just girls, just won CIF. Right. Awesome! Congrats to them. Jeff, just give him a little bit. He's done a great job. He has a mindset for water polo. He's gonna grow Wilson up. And I really think if we can still keep growing at that at the fundamental level on shore and start growing, I think we're gonna we're gonna just not only flood Wilson and uh, men and women, but we're gonna get all the other schools on board too.
3: I think we need to revoke Long Beach citizenship for anyone who goes to Orange Lutheran.
2: Yeah, true. I agree.
3: <laughs> that. that actually has not to do with water bowl. That's just like no. I agree. Any sport. Yeah. Any
2: sport. Oh, but there's hope. <laughs> hey, we're, 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 we're there. We're there. Things are looking hey, up. I hate Olu. I don't know why. I hate
1: him. <laughs> how well do you know Tiger Woods? You know, never met him. Stanford grad. I've heard, you know, it's, I, I had a talk with someone who was telling me, because I heard that Tiger is the biggest asshole in the history when I was at Stanford. But I heard talk to this guy who knows him, and he was telling me how amazing of a person he is and how – it just. I'm just totally confused. He's probably bribing some people. Yeah. <laughs> now he's gotten to the, to oh, he's the probably, bribing. He's
2: probably like Croatian or something. <laughs> Anyone
3: who says Tiger's and assholes, forgetting that he loves his dad. Really? <laughs> that's the narrative there. They're like, well, he really loved his dad. It's like, well, yeah. So, so it's 99% of the population. Right, yeah. That's true. That is very he's true. always bring it up. Oh, well, he really loved his dad.
2: I love okay. my dad, too. That's great. I've got to be an asshole about it. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> Speaking of your
3: dad, actually, uh, I was thinking about today because – your dad is like the uh i always see him around town and he gives me the same exact look as like a teacher at a high school that just knows that a ton of students know him but like he doesn't know me <laughs> like he's no reason to know. we've like talked like one time but he like that just like he's like the cool teacher that just he's like a good enough guy just to just give me this look like hey right. i know you know me and hi <laughs> so, you anyway, know, we, we just have some good head nods. That's, I guess that's the point of the story. It's pretty tight.
2: But you know it, but what? He's actually done it to me, too. It, yeah, he just oh, like
1: for sure. You think of how many – I mean, he started. You think of how long he's been in Long Beach. He was a security guard at Wilson, a coach at Wilson, successful coach, then went to Long Beach State. Now he's in Brazil. So, you know – that that guy. I mean, I can't go anywhere without someone saying, "Oh my god, I know your daddy coached me." Blah blah blah. blah. It's great. Small world.
3: I get the same look from the Stanford Middle School home ec teacher who I never had. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the exact same look. Uh, so you've been traveling a lot, and after we saw last episode where your one-year-old baby was spitting up all over your shirt, I think it was the same shirt actually. It was a black shirt. <laughs> was it? So oh, so props on the on the wash. Thank goodness this isn't
1: a. Uh, isn't is filmed. <laughs> so are you, are you? Are you traveling to get away from your kids, or are they coming with? A little both, you know. Okay, I, I definitely. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's it's the initial, the first morning you sleep in without a little child screaming bloody murder. at Five forty five in the morning. I was trying to get away. (laughs) But then, you know, you have your night without the family and you miss them. It takes a day to miss them, depending on how hard that week was before, maybe two days.
2: Do they come with you quite a bit or?
1: No, I mean, we're going to go a tour of South Africa and do all the Federation of South Africa, run them through this, do clinics. And we're going to work three days, three days off. So they'll come with that. But most of the time, it's just it's a weekend. I'll take off to Michigan for a weekend or something like that.
3: Oh, we got to change subject. I think they're here. Just walk in. Yeah, I think your wife uh, is
1: here.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Say what up to Ernie Ellis when you're down there. Tell him, tell him I'm glad he uh, got rid of the yips from the last yeah. stuff. Yeah, true. Oh, hey, yeah.
2: real quick, though. It, you keep going to all these different countries and making them better, and you're just going to keep making everyone better. And you should just stay here in the U.S., and we could just win some golds, like a bunch of like a <laughs> yeah, bunch what's, of up, <laughs> what's up with
1: that? Well, look, we're, our sport is not going to get to where it needs to get, and we're also risking our sport being at the Olympic Games if places like the United States and South America and Australia aren't getting better. Yeah. Okay. So the focus is let's make our sport great. I don't want to say again. That's just <laughs> terrible. Let's make our sport <laughs> the best that it can be. and Let's make water
3: waterfall great again and the greatest it's ever been. <laughs> there you go. Right? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Dude, we should make some hats. Yeah, we should make some right?
1: hats. Right? But then we and but then through that you're gonna be able to grow specifically here. And look, this is my focus, obviously in the United States. I'm here more than anywhere else, but it's not gonna help us just growing without helping everywhere else too.
3: So you need competition to, right. to grow. That's right. Right,
2: exactly. So I was scrolling through your Twitter page and you sent out a video of you post workout and doing your little muscle relaxers. Can we expect a, a comeback or should we no, break some news? I'll
1: tell you, though. I was inspired. This, this guy, and he's Long Beach Rick Stassi, and he gave me he put me through like a three-day workout. that he, He's worked with a lot of MMA fighters. Jason Lezak, when he made that great comeback swim. So he was just talking to me about philosophies he has with water polo and what they, we need to start doing. He put me through one, guys. I was so dead. Then the next one, by the last one, I was so beat, but I felt so great, and it pissed me off because I was like, if I did this look how much better I could have been. (laughs) This was so much harder than some of the stuff we were doing. So I did put that because I was like, man, if I just, you know, dedicated four months, too bad in our sport. I have to put in money to play. No one pays me. So then that's just not acceptable.
2: (laughs) By the way, I was on Twitter and I was watching that video and it was one of those looping videos and I was just staring at it for like 30 seconds and I was like, is Tony really filming himself for 30 straight seconds? And I finally realized that it was a looping video, and it was only like three was seconds.
3: was it? You are just watching him like, <laughs> massage his own legs? His
2: legs were, like, going... Vibrating. Z- oh, yeah, and full. I was just like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. All right. We uh, are at the Boathouse. It's... I, dude, we don't come here enough, I'm going to be honest with you, John. Because every time I come here, the food's unbelievable. We're about to get some food here in a little bit. And I... I just want to stay here all night, you know? It's one I'm,
3: of- I'm getting my first taste of summer right now, actually. And I think that not only the view, we're looking over a beautiful waterfront, but it's this this Pacifico, too. I, I'm not kidding. Like the Mazatlanian beer.
1: Oh, uh, you can't go wrong with the Mazatlanian like, isn't that beer. Summer, just a, a nice little cerveza,
2: <laughs> if you will. Yeah. I, I don't want to make anybody jealous, but like, this is a life. We're about won't. to
3: crush them with sourdough and butter, and the, we're going to get food, too, but it's probably like it's hard to beat sourdough and butter, so.
2: We like to, as you know, finish all of our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. Are you ready for these? Ready. What's a, like a cool drill? Oh, no, these are, this is the 6-8 challenge. That's what we
1: call it. Oh, yeah. Okay. A, no, no, no. It's, it's the uh, 908 challenge. 908 challenge. All right. Yeah. Well, I like how you guys have I, – I, I, what I did is I pulled the 8 from you guys and the 6 from 562. Oh, nice. To create six, So eight. smart. No, Maggie that's would be that's pissed that's at me if I said that. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Have you ever been given a red card? Yes. What happened?
1: Told the ref he's an idiot. That was it? Well, I, I mean, I, I don't, don't want to really cuss, but okay, yeah,
2: okay. Like, yeah. Okay.
1: Romania.
3: Uh, what's the biggest fine you've ever paid?
1: We don't have Sports fines Oregonians in our sport. Pool, I mean, like, well, parking ticket. being a part of the water polo team. Uh, parking <laughs> ticket. Uh, <laughs> I think. No, rapid fire. I'm really slow on this. I think I did a fast track one. It's like Ooh. 100. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. Those yeah. Sometimes those are worth
2: it.
3: Depending on the traffic. It really is. But I
1: think now it's, like, in the hundreds. Okay. more.
2: Oh, am I up? Okay. Hey, what's your favorite uh, Major League Baseball player?
1: Kershaw.
3: Ooh,
2: nice. He's pitching
3: right now. First game back, I think. Hmm. Um, Who do you run into most in Long Beach? To the point where you used to like them and now you're like, ah. And they can't Um, be us.
1: Damn, I was going to say you guys. You're (laughs) the clear ones. Um... You can still like them. You can still like them. Albert Garcia. Who's that? My ex-player, man, or my ex-teammate. Oh, okay. We were the one-two punch at Wilson. Right, right, Years. right, right. A.G. Hall of Fame. A.G. Okay, yeah. What's
2: nice. your least favorite beverage?
1: Uh, Red Bull vodka.
2: Damn, I feel the same way. Or
1: just Red Bull. Anything with I don't Red, don't like Bull. Red Bull. I hate Red Bull. I really? like Red Bull.
2: You ever no. drank? A, you ever had a Four Loco before?
1: No. But you know, the one time that I wanted to try it, I realized that it was a fake four local because now it's illegal. Yeah. So yeah. But we can get it. We we know, guy. <laughs> four local
2: gold tastes like Red Bull, and that's why I don't like it.
1: Everybody no, I won't have it. I, won't have it. I
3: Won't have it. Since you do it so often, can you just give us like public speaking guide in like five seconds? Just how how do we do it? How do you do it?
1: Um, man, I don't know. I, I'm gonna give a speech in two days, and I'm like been been studying for th- five days. No, I think you go in prepared and you go in and don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Nice. Once you, I mean, you do the prep work before and then in the end, you know, who, who the hell cares what they think? You just go Have for it. Have you ever it. done the
3: classic, just like I wrote a speech and then tear it up?
1: No, I always, I realize <laughs> that when I don't, when I write a speech, I never look at it. But when I don't write a speech, all of a sudden I miss up on a word and I'm like, uh, what do I, uh, uh, and then yeah. you start bubbling.
2: That's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's got to be easy if it's like you and people are scared to talk to you. So. Like, you go in front of them, and it's just like, these guys don't care if I mess up.
3: I'm better with the podium. I know that.
1: Well, I'm great with 11-year-olds. Put me on, like, one of these camps with the young kids, no problem. (laughs) Then you get to, like, the older guys, and you're like, oh, man.
2: (laughs) All you got to do is pretend like you're cooler than everybody else.
1: I agree. That's the name of the game. I agree.
2: Do you hate Cal?
1: No. No? No. You know, I – see, we didn't have the biggest rivalry with them because we beat them. They never beat us. I mean, they beat us in a game, but we won my first two, and we lost our last two not to them. So I love Cal. I love those guys. Do
2: you hate the Southern California schools more? Yes,
1: I I really dislike SC. Wow, I'm just a big guy anti-SC my whole life growing up. But I respect the coach. I respect the program. It's amazing. Uh, Don't get me wrong. But just growing up, you're anti-SC. That was me.
3: Uh, What's your favorite Tom Cruise movie? Uh... Top Gun. I mean, yeah. same goose. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> we actually guy. we realized last episode that I've I i do not think I've ever
1: seen a Tom Cruise movie, and I always just all I know is there's someone named Goose. <laughs> you've you've never seen I've Top never seen Gun. Gun no. Look, dude. I understand because now his movies are ridiculous, but back in the day, Tom was a man, dude. What, yes. what is that one where he goes by in his underwear? The the he slides and he's singing, dude. There's some oh, good ones. Uh, when Shoot, he's young, dude. Tom Cruise young, good. Tom Cruise now, not so good. Okay.
2: What's the <laughs> most, most ridiculous class you took in college? Stanford's a tough place.
1: Uh, French porn. <clears throat> Wait, what? It's called French porn, and you'd show up at 8.45 to 10, and you would, most people would have, bring drinks, like some beers and stuff, and morning? you'd watch a French movie that usually ended in an um, extreme amount of nudity. And then the next week, you'd have to do a story, uh, uh, like a five-page essay on it. Whoa. See, I took that class
3: online, but I didn't get any credit for it. (laughs) (laughs) What happened there? Uh, Oh, damn. When's the next Big Red Bus that we're doing?
1: I don't know, but we need one. We need one. Let's get that together. Long Beach morale has been down. Great. Peter Joseph, who started it. Let's get it back. Let's get us going on it.
2: Okay, good. What's the coolest sponsorship you've ever had?
1: Twenty-four hour fitness was pretty cool. That is cool. No, Budweiser actually. Really, Budweiser got a suit of of Budweiser. Was on a Budweiser thing, and then no one's seen it. (laughs) Was that in? Was that in the U.S.? I was on a case, and they showed it to me, and then it never made it to the stores. What? Yeah. (laughs) BS. But you know what? I can always. I'm the only one who has a Budweiser suit. Damn, that's so. Yeah. Who's got that? Still have it? Oh yeah, still have two. You rock it all the time. All the time. I bet. No, I I really do. That's That's the one suit.
3: Speaking of beer, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, Tony's now finished half a beer. So I want to ask you, how does it feel to out-drink Jessica Hardy? Because when she came here, she was pregnant.
1: She didn't drink anything. I'm proud of that.
2: Yeah. I'm kind of pissed that she's not pregnant anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I was drinking for two for a while because she couldn't drink, and now it's just like I'm a slob It was actually
3: kind of pathetic, you know. (laughs) All
2: right, Tony. Better questions. No problem. appreciate you joining the show. Uh, We'll see you at the Aquatic Games. June 29th through the 3rd of July, right?
1: Yes. Okay. That's it.
2: And we'll be on the lookout for the app.
1: Awesome. I'm fired I love out. you guys, dude. Let's do 6 eight Challenge, and uh, thanks for making LB what it is, man. Sweet. For thanks, sure. Tony. Thanks,
2: Tony. Wow. And how'd that affect you with guys? That story about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, when that guy damn near passed out, had me <laughs> dying, bro. Like, that's all time.
3: Yeah. No, no one has come close to passing out when they see me.
2: Yeah. Like, maybe of disappointment. Yeah. You know, but, like, some kid almost passed out because he showed up to somewhere. Yeah. Like, how can you be that cool at something?
3: When we show up, actually, this, it just happened in the office. This is a very good representation of what happens when we go places. Mm-hmm. All the girls go to a de- another room. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all the girls in the office just moved to another room. Yeah, because... And meanwhile, Tony's having people pass out when they see him. I just, I don't know. Maybe, oh, spin zone. Huh. Maybe they, they hate Tony. Oh They're like Like F this guy
2: Okay Uh, I don't even want to I don't want to be coherent That's not See It's not far-fetched It's not far-fetched Yeah It could happen And maybe they're so nervous They like us so much They're so nervous That they want to hide Mm-hmm Mm-hmm little spin zone there for you. So maybe we're not that bad. No, maybe we're not. It's not a trap. <laughs> Hit with the old two prong. Maybe we just have unbridled enthusiasm. And I think that's what we have. Yeah. I think that's what we have. And I appreciate that about you, John, and I appreciate it about me. All this talk of, like, youth water polo and all that stuff got me thinking. Uh, I think we're getting kind of old. What Look do you think?
3: At, well, literally, everyone is.
2: Well, I just as people. As people. So I want to do a quick segment called Are We Old Yet? And – News flash here, John. People that just got drafted into the MLB draft, which just happened yesterday, were, like, a couple guys were born in 2000.
3: That makes sense. Like, because they're 18. 2018 minus 2000 is 18.
2: Right, and they're 18 years old because they just graduated from high school. That makes me feel pretty old, to be honest with
3: you. Right, because they're way better at baseball than you. Yeah. And they're... Way younger
2: than me, you. Right. And they were born in 2000. You know what else happened in freaking 2000? The Lakers won their first of 3 P world championship. Wow. Remember when you asked the kids, that, like, remember at St. Cornelius when you were <laughs> yeah. like, uh, this guy was the the St. Cornelius, the Shaquille O'Neal of St. Cornelius. And then you came up to me and said, do these guys know who Sha- Shaquille O'Neal is? Yeah, young kids today might not know. even know who Sha- Which maybe no. You
3: know what else I was thinking about with Shaq? Like, now you just hear the word Shaq and you picture, like, huge guy. Like, if someone's was named Shaq, you're like, oh, this probably be a big guy. Yeah. Dude, it, that only was because of Shaquille O'Neal, and I was just really, like, kind of thinking about that the other day.
2: You're right. Like, what if
3: Shaq was this super famous, like, skinny, hipster guitar player? We would have a totally different...
2: There's, the, It just
3: wouldn't happen. You have to be big. No, see, that's what I'm saying, though. If Shaquille O'Neal hadn't come along, because his name could have been... What if Shaq's name was... Uh, who's that Nirvana guy?
2: the guy that killed himself yeah kurt kurt cobain
3: yeah what if kurt cobain was a big guy and everyone hears kurt cobain like wow super big cool black dude and they hear the word shaquille o'neal and they're like oh hipster killer guy wow that's
2: pretty (laughs) problematic yeah oh killer as in he was in the band yeah killer not a killer of himself well both we'll cut that out we'll cut that one out. literally a double-edged sword yeah it's tough really flirting with a line of maybe we shouldn't do this again. Okay. That's my bad. Just but anyways, name talk, name talk, name talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't that crazy though? 2000? Yeah, were, oh, yeah. we we're talking about 2000s. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, the
2: 2000s. That's pretty wild. You know what else happened in 2000? Tony Hawk landed the 900. Wow. The first 900. That was big. That was big. That, was big. that really changed everything. And those kids like were zero years old when it happened. Yep. Pretty nuts. Absolutely nuts. Anyways- we're old and uh, we're getting there. You know what I mean? Didn't you j- remember when you just told me that you wanted to fast forward to uh, retirement?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I want to fast forward to just <laughs> having having just a, a minimal fixed income where I'm allowed to golf on, at the senior season rate for four bucks in the mornings at like five a.m., which is like three hours after I wake up.
2: We should make oh retirement home at that place. Uh, the life is great in the nine hundred eight retirement home at Rite Aid. Oh. Now we're talking. A
3: retirement home for people that aren't retired yet, but we still want nurses.
2: Yeah, but like, <laughs> 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 and like free food in a cafeteria. Dude, we have it all figured out. Dude, we have it all figured out. This we is got awesome. it This is a good idea. This Speaking good of idea. freaking, life is great in the nine hundred eight. Did you see our buddy Peel propose to his now fiance with the life is great in the nine hundred eight shirt?
3: Huge. Well, Are you freaking kidding me? I. I our buddy, but first and foremost, a shoot your shot listener, right?
0: Diehard was a
2: diehard, and he, he might be the biggest fan. There's multiple people that's probably say that they're the biggest fan. He might be the one to go to war with us. You know what I mean? He's our guy that has our back. James Peel has our back, and he proposed to his girlfriend. She said yes, by the way. Yeah, that was great.
3: In a life is great in the nine oh eight t shirt. They're both from Long Beach, but they're now living in Austin, Texas. Yes, you know all my
2: friends are moving to Austin. Yeah, so all my exes live in Texas. True. Let's, let's should we give him a call? Let's give him a call. See how it went. See how it all went down. Okay. Okay, let's call him. Yeah. Hello. James Peel, what's up, buddy? This is Paul
3: Slater, what's the chosen on? one
0: from Shoot Your Shot. Oh wow! What
3: a, what a time. Also, you got John Grossi here, the boss man. Hey, well,
0: that's who I was really
2: looking to talk to. Oh, save it, buddy. Hey, hey, we just wanted to uh, give you a congratulations shout out right now for uh, that proposal. It went pretty hey, well, for- eh?
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, it's uh, been eating at me for the last few months, and getting it over, it's pretty great.
2: It's blowing up on Instagram. I see that. It's going everywhere. How does it feel to be the first person ever to propose and be successful in a Life is Great in the 908 t-shirt? Um,
0: It feels right. It feels like it should have been me. You know, I don't know if anyone else would be able to handle that honor. It's a lot of pressure. But you you it, really it put,
3: put our company on your back there.
0: You know, there's there's a lot more pressure on me putting really? my shirt on than me pulling the pulling the ring out. You know.
3: Let's get to the picture. You're wearing a t-shirt. You look great. Why is she mm-hmm. all dressed up? How did
0: you pull that one off? Um. So we were supposed to go out for, for like a little birthday dinner. You know, and decided, hey, let's stop at this place real quick. You know, beforehand. And her, you know, friend was here for the weekend, and she made her go get a brand new dress. And she's like, I need to get my nails done, so they wouldn't got their nails done and everything you know, just kind of worked out that way. Wow. So were
3: you in, in you and the friend were in on it together? Like that was a, a backdoor nail job?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, actually, she went to San Francisco week before with her friend, and they were both like, oh, we need your nails. And then she goes, well, her friend says, it's probably going to be cheaper in Austin. I'll be there next weekend. So let's just do it when I go there. Mm. And, you know, it just seemed to work out that way.
2: Well, let's just sure. say that it worked out for the better, the best for everyone. Yeah.
0: You know, a friend, friend tried to ruin it with the suit because you know, I didn't know what shirt to wear. If I'm all dressed up nice and everything, she's going to know something's up, right? So, of course, I'm going to put on the 908 shirt. I need a little long beach in it. Right. And I walked out with it on. She goes, so that's the shirt. You know, oh, that's the shirt. God, who is this friend? She yeah. sounds awful. Uh, you know, she, she's good.
3: But she's
2: not. We'll keep her name out of this. We'll keep her name out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep it private. She doesn't need to be
0: in this show.
3: She doubted the 908 shirt. See, I think, was there a little hint of you that was nervous and you're like, I need that extra push? And that's why you chose it?
0: Yeah, because I know 908 doesn't give up. 908, you know, they're always there for the people. You know, they're not one to back down. And I knew if I put that on, I'd I'd be there for her. I wouldn't back out of it. And I'd be ready to roll.
3: Now, from a a shoot your shot perspective, uh, Mm -hmm. do you think our show kind of motivated you to shoot your shot and make this proposal
0: happen? No doubt.
2: Would you give us the credit that you couldn't do it without us?
0: If it wasn't for the boss man, I don't think there's any shot I'd be able to do this. What about me? Um, you know, I haven't. uh, I guess. I guess. Yeah. 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 Hey, I guess by, we could say that as well.
2: by the way, hey, thanks for the invite to uh, your proposal party. That was pretty cool of you.
0: It, it was. You know, I probably got lost in the mail somewhere. You know, you, you live in Seal Beach now, so I don't know how the mail works there and everything. So, yeah. That's tough, dude. Probably, probably not well. Now, from from, yeah. from,
3: from an athletic uh, perspective, is it true that proposing is basically just, you're basically just doing a lunge and there happens to be a chick there and you happen to have a ring?
0: Yeah, I was a little sore afterwards. So that, you know, that kind of. <laughs> kind of you know made me think twice about doing it again i figured i'm not all in, i'm not all into working out so yeah it was a nice little lunge, and getting up was real tough was it uh, did, did, did you tough. did
3: you have to go down to your butt first and then kind of like roll over onto your side to get up or were you able to just... uh
0: i went i went double knee and then got up you know
2: did adrenaline kind of take
0: over for you um, I thought about, you know, we're on a cliff, and I thought about just jumping off the cliff and, you know, do the nice little swan dive. Ooh. Because I was just so amped up, but it seemed a little far. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah I didn't, I don't want to, I would survive, but so know, I don't want someone else, to think, someone else to think they can do it, and, you know, then I'd be, I'd be the person that caused their injury.
2: So you did this, you proposed in Austin, Texas, because you live in Austin, Texas now, Yes,
0: right? this, yes, this is where you live. So...
2: If you were here in Long Beach, where would you have proposed? We're
0: here in Long Beach. Where oh man, yeah, you know, that's that's not an easy one. You know I would think somewhere up on Signal Hill, but that's not Long Beach. Okay. So maybe I mean there's that nice little nice little run down here, you know, off the beach. That'd be a good little time, you know, get a little water spot. Um you know, I'm a huge fan of Naples Rib or E.J. Maloys. <laughs> so wow. maybe maybe there. I actually, mean, when when I came to Long Beach in April, me and her uh, dad went to E.J. Malloy's you know, to, so I can ask him the question. Okay. Oh, that's right. You, yeah. you
3: got permission from her dad at E.J. Malloy's a sponsor of the show. That's
0: huge. And he yeah. said yes. So you, know, so, you know, without E.J.'s or without, you know, she was shot and I'll be 908, this isn't happening. That's big.
2: It's big for you us. Know. It's big for the brand. It's big for shoot your shot. I mean, we appreciate you and everything you've done for us, to be honest with you.
0: Uh, you know, I'm I'm just here to help out the little people. <laughs> you know.
3: Yeah, we're all here for the little people.
2: Hey, uh, James, thanks for uh thanks for doing this all for us, okay, bud? Thanks you for know, being boys, a great I listener.
0: Pre- you know, boys, I appreciate it. Uh you know, this time long time. So this feels great. Um, hopefully, I get to celebrate the guys at EJ's too, huh? That'd
3: be big. Wow, wow! Was that yeah. a, was that a little foreshadow? Peel making an appearance at
0: EJ's? I don't
2: know. Bachelor party at EJ's. You heard it here first, folks.
0: You know we, we know the people there, so it could happen.
2: Perfect. Hey, buddy, we'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, boys, appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. What a guy. Great guy.
2: What a guy. First to do it. This, I think, he broke the mold. Now, like, if you're not wearing a life is great in the 908 shirt. When you propose to your girlfriend slash future fiance slash future spouse, yep, then you need to check yourself at the door. Well, then are you a real Long Beach guy? Ooh, there you go. Challenge,
3: yeah. Anyone who now proposes without a nine hundred eight shirt on, it doesn't have to be the life is great. It could be like the polo. If shoot you're a look your classier, yeah, true. Or it could be the shoot your shot shirt.
2: It could so or ooh, do we have sweatshirts? Ooh, I do. I have one. Okay, wait, we should pass them out. Well, they're kind of expensive. Okay, no, we are bang it, bang it, bang it. We won't, we won't. <laughs> or at the
3: very least, like, uh, like wear our hat. Ooh, you could take off your hat, Ooh. and you're like, like, oh, I'm tired. But, oh, all of a sudden, the ring is in the hat. Yes. Ooh. Or,
2: oh, it's getting really hot. I'm going to faint. Oh, and then you're down on your knee. Mm-hmm. Bam. Mm-hmm. Proposal. Life is great. So unreal. That's huge. I'm pumped up.
3: So, yeah, now it's probably going to go viral just every time anyone in Long Beach is... Proposing and that. if
2: you don't, you're not a true Long Beach guy. Well, and you're pretty not. There's nothing I could do about it. And you're it. jinxing yourself because you might not get the yes. Yeah, well, because right now it's one for one. It is one for one. It's well. And that's to me. That's a hundred percent. You
3: said as as we know of.
2: Yeah. Well, because we don't know if somebody else did. I it may happen to tell. know of
3: like many other ones that really
2: failed, like yourself. <laughs> How many times did that happen? Just got. I mean,
3: well, the good that once you buy a ring, you know.
2: You can't go back. Well Well, well, can you, well I'm just saying you can keep using it. Can you buy, can you sell the ring back? Can you sell the ring back? No, it's got bad juju. Good juju, juju, bad juju, juju. yeah. Shout out out to good juju. Juju Smith-Schuster. Hey, Juju Smith is coming back. Talk about a guy that's not proposing anytime soon. Heck no. Remember he was like almost hitting up Kendall Jenner? I think Kendall Jenner's got a new, uh, bae. It's somebody. I forget who it is. Oh, I think it's, uh, what, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons from the Sixers. See, I didn't know who the Jenners were until like a year ago. How come for like
3: eight years everyone talked about the
2: Kardashians
3: and I don't understand that? I guess they're somehow related or something. Well, it's, and now everyone talks about the Jenners.
2: Well, it's age. As you know, you get older as things, as life goes on. Mm-hmm. And now the Jenners, who were really young when the Kardashians were hot. Now oh, the they're younger? Are, yeah. Now the Ooh. Jenners are older, and now they're basically the age where the Kardashians were a couple years ago. Kardashians are over the hill now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not saying that you listeners are over the hill if you're over a certain age, but I'm just saying. Right. That's Age that, happens. Well, that's what happens. You know, That's life. It comes in a full circle. We learned that back in the day, back in like 99, when Lion King came out, and now nobody who's was born past 2000 have seen Lion King. Right. So, that's just tough. Anyways, let's move on to okay. uh, the 908 athlete of the week. This week, it is Wilson High School sophomore high jumper, Rachel Glenn.
3: We have a sophomore winning this thing? That's crazy. Wow. Is she
2: first ever? Sophomore? Maybe. I'm not too sure. I don't really know. We'll, we'll, we'll go back in the archives. Yeah, we'll go in there. Producer archives. Nick, check that one out for us. Let us know, okay? Rachel Glenn. She is your state co-champion, though. State co-champion mm. in the high jump. What Let me. St- what the hell does that mean? Look, here's this is what happened. So, she jumps 5'10". The girl that she's going against from Riverside Poly, Riverside, give me a freaking break. She also jumps 5'10". <laughs> so, what should they do, John? Because they're tied. Tied. You should go to a tiebreaker. Let's go to a tiebreaker. Let's go to a jump off is what we would call it. But, CIF says, no, let's just call it a tie and say we have two champions. Are you kidding me? That's actually the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. In a track race?
3: There's a tie in a track field event?
2: Yes. How ridiculous is that? A what? co-champion. They're co-champions. Why? Because something happened to our society somewhere in history, and it, all of a sudden everybody became soft. I'm not gonna say that it started with the people born in the 80s, but it probably did. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'll tell you one thing, to they didn't me. help. It's ridiculous to me. With
3: their karma chameleons.
2: What in the world are we doing here, folks? We have a code champion? And wait, I'm not blaming Rachel Glenn. Rachel Glenn, didn't Glenn, well, do it. Yeah, Rachel Glenn did her job. She did this. her job. She did her job. You know what she said in an interview after the, the thing? After the meet or whatever? After the decision to make it a co-champion? What the hell? First off, that's ridiculous. She says in a quick Grind My Gears segment, we didn't think it was coming, but it was. She says, oh, the guy says, hey, Rachel, uh, what do you think about the decision to do this, to not go to a jump off? And She was like, well... I really would have liked to win by myself. Uh,
3: you yeah, think? Yeah, because she's a warrior. Yeah, she's a true duh. Long Beach. Athlete.
2: Are you freaking kidding me? Of course she wants to win by herself. Because that's why she went. That's why she went to Clovis. Clovis is the worst place on earth. Why would? She, why else would she go to Clovis? It's not vacation time. No. Nope. She wants to go to be the champion by herself because that's usually what happens. That's what we've been doing in society for such a long time. In the Olympics back in the day. The Greeks, they had it figured out back in the day, the Greeks. They had a gold medalist, the guy who finishes in first place. Then you got the silver medalist, who finishes in second place. And then you got third place, bronze medal. You don't have two gold medalists. Only
3: matter of time, we can't even call it a track meat. It's probably going to be track veggie, track gluten-free
2: veggie. <laughs> You're very, very right. It is out of control. Everyone gets a salad track. It doesn't make Ridiculous. sense to me. Are you kidding me? And then you could do the whole thing where, oh, this girl's a sophomore and this girl's a – other girl's a senior, so let's let her finish up on top. That's ridiculous. Where does it end? You know, where does it end? I I don't understand. I don't understand.
3: Paul, I used to race all the time in elementary school, and I lost every time because I'm just horribly slow. Yeah, but look where you're at now. But did I want to tie? No. No. Because I needed to know, John, you can't run. You should try to be smart and, like – start a magazine because yeah. lord knows you're not going to be a track star or even be able to steal stuff from places cuz if they chase you you're going to get caught exactly
2: so it, so you benefit what you're saying to me is that you benefited from losing
3: i benefited i benefit from losing mm, Yep.
2: weird concept weird concept that's a weird concept and now all of a sudden nobody wants to take that concept it's like oh you know you tried and that was a good time here's this award for you you oh you t- you and her tied uh, you guys can both be the champions because that's how. We need to get Why
3: God on the show to talk to him. About yeah, it. we do.
2: Why God? I don't know if he had anything to do with it because it's the CIF State that runs it, not CIF oh, Southern God. section that runs it. CIF State, bunch of freaking losers. <laughs> you guys, to be honest with you, you guys are all losers. Nobody's a winner now. Paul's hot. Paul is hot. You guys are all losers, CIF State. I hope you listen to this. I'm going to actually tag you in this episode because you're a freaking joke. All of you guys. You're ruining everything for us. Not you. Welcome. (laughs) Anyways, that's our show. I'm freaking heated. We had such a good time earlier, and now all of a sudden. We were having a good time. Well, thank
3: God we had a good time with Tony. The good thing about Tony is I know that he agrees with us. Yeah. Because he's a winner. And I know he's down to go drink a beer with us. We might have to call him up.
2: All right, let's call him. Happy D-Day, everybody. Happy D-Day. Uh, Download the 908 app on your cell phone at the App Store. You might have an Android, so go to the Google Play or whatever it's called. You know what I mean? Right, right. If you don't, if you have a regular phone like everybody else, an iPhone, then you go to Apple Store. Download that. Also, download our show on the Apple Podcast app, LB908. Shoot your shot is probably what you need to type in. Right. Life is great in the 908. As you know from James Peel, who we talked to earlier in the show. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot.